We're helping people make their plans, make their problems, make their strategies better by challenging that thing and not the individual and their own personal ego, which we know is sometimes a little fragile. Welcome to The Thinking Leader, brought to you by Red Team Thinking. Bad leaders react, good leaders plan, and great leaders think. Each week, you'll get new ideas and insights from business executives, military experts, and innovative thought leaders to help you lead more effectively and better navigate your complex world. Now, here are your hosts, best-selling business author and top-rated leadership speaker, Bryce Hoffman, and former RAF Wing Commander and Business Agility Coach, Marcus Dimbleby. Hello and welcome to the show once again. And here we are back in the studio. 14 months since we were here last time, Bryce. July of 2022. Yep. And on one hand, it seems like it was only yesterday. You've got the same shirt on. I have the same shirt on, as a matter of fact, that I was wearing then. That was by design. This is my my Red Red Team Studio shirt. But my gosh, if you think about everything that we have done... Incredible. Since then, in 14 months, it's amazing transformation how this company has grown in that time. Honor. We've, we have, uh, in addition to adding a lot more clients in government, in militaries, in industries. Across the globe. Across the globe. We have literally created a red team army. Our dream. Our dream. It? Yeah. You know, a year ago, folks... We it was Marcus and I with a with a few trusted associates doing this around the world, doing the best that we can to to teach applied critical thinking, groupthink mitigation, helping develop thinking leaders who are able to deal with the complexity and ambiguity in the world today. We were doing our best, but we always knew that to really scale this, to really reach all the people who want this this game changing approach to leadership and to decision-making, that we needed an army. We needed an army of people who thought like us, who were trained like us, who could do the things that, that we do. And now we've got that. So in the past 14 months, through our partnership with coaching.com, we have now trained almost 500 red team coaches around the world. That's ridiculous. Which is, which is amazing. It's amazing, absolutely. Of those, we've, we've done advanced training to almost 200 and now starting in just a couple of weeks probably by the time this podcast episode airs we're taking yeah. over a hundred of those and giving them the skills to become red team trainers so not just coaching but to doing what we do training organizations training teams to use these tools use these techniques to make better decisions to make the changes they need to make to be successful in the world today. And that is, talk about a force multiplier, Marcus. The compound effect of that, isn't it? You know, us two together, two plus two equals four or five on a good day. But when you have a hundred. More than a hundred. Wow, more than a (laughs) hundred. Yeah. The effect of that as a bow wave becoming a tsunami of information relay for us from a marketing perspective, from a branding perspective, and from a capability. And that's the key. We've always said this together, haven't we? You've said... And I was chatting with somebody the other week. He said, Marcus, why are you and Bryce doing this? I was like, what do you mean? He goes, you're doing well. There's two of you. Keep it small. Small is beautiful. You're making good money. Why are you putting yourself through all of this pain that you've gone through? And I thought about it for a minute. 
And I just thought... Because it has been painful. Oh, God, hasn't it? It's been <laughs> A lot of heavy lifting. You know, talk about the startup mentality and start it to start up to scale up. But it took me back to that conversation we had almost four years ago when we met in London again. For the first time. For the first time ever, we met in London. 2019. October of 2019. October. Almost four almost years ago four years. to the day. I know, I know. Yeah. And we both had a discussion about what our vision was for red teaming and the capability and it goes back to, and this is what I told the guy who asked me this question, I said, we believe we have a moral obligation to take this capability and scale it yep. as far and wide as we can to help people make a difference by <sighs> thinking differently. I forgot about that. And, and that's it. So whatever torture and pain we have to go through, the fact that we've done that in 14 months and where we're at now, it's only going to go slicker and quicker now with the numbers. It's got to be worth it. Taking me right back there over some delicious curry, I might add. As we'll be I remember tonight. that we were having we were having dinner. I was having dinner with someone else, yep. and you tagged along. <laughs> and I remember while he got up and was using the restroom, yep. we started talking about what this could become. Yep. And we started talking about making it a movement. Yep. And making a global movement out of this. And and what a positive difference, what a positive change that can make in the world. Just like you said, I'd totally forgotten about that. And here we are, four years, four years to the on. day, almost on, and and we now are doing that. Yeah. And you know, it's it's amazing. It's been an amazing journey. And I will point out, folks, that was before COVID. That was in, <laughs> in October of twenty nineteen. Next time we met in March. Next time of, uh, we met was March of twenty twenty. Yep. Right as things were just beginning to yeah. fall apart. We'd set up our first live in London. Yep. Three-day program. We managed we? to get through that. Yep. We just finished that, and then the balloon went up, and you got the scramble back to the U U.S. before For Trump the closed down all the airports. You know, that's an interesting point, though, because some of the folks who were in that live program that we did in London back in March yep. of 2020 just graduated. just graduated as certified Red Team coaches yep. and are now joining us for this, this next level of becoming certified red team Absolutely. instructors. Ellie couldn't make it because she broke her ankle playing netball. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she was invited along, couldn't make it, but here she is with us. I mean, Craig, Craig Coburn, Coburn has been with us from the start. Yeah, and he was there. Fastidiously being with all of the different events we've had throughout, committed yeah. to the core. And again, we're still meeting people for drinks in London when we get together and look at that growth from that first time we did it in London to where we are now. We've been back a couple of times since. But then what happened on that Saturday before you flew out? <laughs> the Horse Guards Hotel. Yeah, I was staying at, I was staying at the Royal Horse Guards and we uh, commandeered a, a banquet, a small banquet room off the side of the restaurant. and uh, to predict our fate. To sit here and figure out how to take our entire business digital because yeah. up to that point, everything we'd done was live and in person and that wasn't going to be possible anymore. And, and then we sketched out a roadmap that is... Largely, big swaths of it, the roadmap that got us to where we are yeah. today. Obviously, we've red teamed it and we've, along we've adjusted along as we needed to, which is why we've been successful in it. But yeah, we, we did that. And then I, I got on, I landed 90 minutes, less than 90 minutes before the borders were shut. And then found out I had COVID, came back with COVID, COVID yeah. and sit, sat and started building the, the digital course and digital website <laughs> in my bed with a fever of 103 on my laptop. And then we delivered the first program, the first 
virtual training program to Kimberly Clark. Kimberly Clark. And I had 103 fever. Kimberly fever the whole time. You covered it up very well. But it was successful. Absolutely. We kept working with them. And we finally disclosed to to our friend Jose there that... That that uh, that had been the case. He said, "I thought you seemed a little off at a few points there." Well, yeah, that was why. Um, again, still keeping in touch because this is what happens, isn't it? Our yeah. our clients become partners, become friends, yeah. and that's what we've seen in the community as well. The coaches who have joined us on this program are seeing the the community, the spirit that comes with being part of this movement, being part of this pirate ship insurgency as we call it because what do we care? call ourselves like-minded contrarians which is a sort of paradox well you call it say that but I, I, I'm worried about the like-minded contrarian thing there's a little that's bit the whole point a, it's a paradox isn't it yeah because we all, we're all the like-minded is that we're all mavericks yeah that's we're the all, thing we're all contrarians we're all curious and therefore we are like-minded of a like mind but the challenge we bring each other using yeah. these tools and that's what I love in these communities where you just see the conversations going on and people bringing in their perspectives, their viewpoints, their challenge against the problems that people share. It's not against the person, which yeah. is the whole premise behind these techniques, is that we're helping people make their plans, make their problems, make their strategies better by challenging that thing and right. not the individual and their own personal ego, which who knows sometimes a little fragile. And in doing that, we help people become better leaders, become the leaders 100%. their organizations need them to be. Leaders that are able to navigate the complexity that exists in the world today. Leaders that are able to create plans with optionality. Leaders who are able to to deal with whatever surprise today <laughs> the brings. The yeah. daily bat. Yeah, we talk yeah. about this 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 image that, you know, every day people wake up and it's like they when they when they open the front door in the morning, particularly leaders, um, it's like what is the baseball bat or the cricket bat that's going to hit me in the face <laughs> today? Yeah, well done. Um, I, I caught myself there. You know, it's uh, you know two countries divided by a common language. Indeed. And, uh, and and the and the important thing about that image is that it's not whether they're going to be hit by a bat. It's what what sort of bat is going to hit them today. What sort of bat and when it's coming. And when yeah. it's coming. And so so being able to take those blows and to dodge and bob and weave and and to and to be deal with the car horns of life, um, we're here in Ilford, folks. So a lot of noise out there in, in our from our Ilford studios, but it's local color. Um, that being comfortable with that and being undaunted, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's the thing. Being undaunted is so important because so many people are daunted. So many yeah. leaders are daunted. So many leaders today are are really struggling. And they're struggling with imposter syndrome. They're struggling because they have so much on their plate. They have strug- they're struggling because they're, they're dealing with challenges they never thought they were going to have to deal with. And, and that's, a, that's a heavy load. But that's why I'm so excited that we now literally have hundreds and hundreds of people around the world who can help those leaders, yeah. who can help shoulder that burden, can help them take a deep breath, figure out what the right way forward is what the right how to figure out for themselves what the right way forward is more importantly how to how to deal with that complexity and how to be okay with the fact that they're that that bat's going to come when they open the door every day yeah and you can duck you can when duck. the bat's coming because you know it's coming now and i think this is what led us to create what we call the three c's isn't it that that 
undaunted leadership comes from having clarity, capability, and then with those two, you create the culture that your organization can then thrive through. And if you as a leader are doing this on your own, get those three things squared away in your mind, in your capabilities, and then help your people do the same. And that goes back to that whole purpose of devolved decision-making we talk mm-hmm. about, mission command from the military. Our How do you tactics. trust your people to do what they need to do? How do you let go of the reins? And if you've got imposter syndrome, you tend to pull back tighter on the reins. Right. You do the opposite of what your body's telling you you should do. You do the opposite. But if you've got trust in your people because you've upskilled them and they've now got the confidence to do what's required, they've got the confidence to challenge you when you make a call, when you say the decision is X, they come back and go, why? Why is a better option? And they explain why. And they do that with confidence, with clarity. And they're challenging the problem. They're not challenging you. Wait, now you've got four C's there. You threw confidence in that. I threw confidence. Because I think that's the four. That's the outcome. Right. If you've got clarity, capability, and culture. That gives you confidence. That gives Maybe we should do the four C's. The confidence. This is the evolution. But then it's, it? it's kind of like four tops, though. So I don't know. What's up? Great group. Great group. <laughs> but, but I think it's really important. And what I've loved seeing the evolution of our coaches, and we've got some seasoned coaches. Oh, yeah. I mean, wow. There's, there's some heavy hitting in quality, long-term professional coaches who are in high-level positions. Yeah. And what I've really enjoyed is the caliber of the coaches we've got joining us and the conversations we're now having since they've learned these new tools and techniques. They're using them straight away. And right. they're getting great feedback from their clients. And they've been doing this 20, 30 years using the standard coaching tools that they have. And they've come back and said, these techniques that they've learned are game changing. Right. They're seeing, what do we say? Immediate efficacy, instant applicability. And their clients are coming back and saying, wow, can we have more? This is great. Right. And then they're seeing this opportunity for the trainer. trainer Well, that's that's the thing that's really exciting now is not only do we have this, this army of coaches who are out there able to help support leaders able to help train leaders but those coaches are are coming back to us now and saying hey here's two organizations i've been working with for years now and i've shared with them what i learned from you about red teaming and red team thinking and this this new approach and they want it they want to do this how can we do this i just i was in germany last week i met with one of our wonderful coaches and uh, Judith, and uh, you know, she shared with me a client she has that, that uh, is really interested in bringing this into their organization. It's an important organization. And uh, you know, it's, it's because she was able to take what she learned, share it with her client, and help her client see the value that she saw in it. And now we're getting a call scheduled to talk with that client about coming in and training their organization in these tools and techniques. And that's, it's so satisfying because, you know, I mean, I'll go back further than 2019. Back, back in 2015, when I started Red Team, thinking it was just me in a in my <laughs> office and in, in, in my house, you know. And uh, I think a, a social media consultant who yeah. was who was doing posts for me on LinkedIn and, and Twitter, and and that was it. And but even then, that was the dream that I had was creating a Red Team army. And I, I literally had a I had a little folder on 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 my on my desk. It said world domination. World domination. <laughs> <laughs> and jokingly, I don't, I don't really want to take over the world. Um, but, you know, in, the, in there, there was an outline of a plan. And yeah. I still have it somewhere. And it was, it was, you know, it was create a cadre of highly trained red team leaders who you can deploy around the world 
to support leaders and support organizations in corporations, in business, in governments, in militaries. That was the plan. And here we are, you know, doing just that right now. And you have been an integral part of, of doing that. Yeah, it's been a hell of a journey. And it's just so satisfying to, to get to this position now where we know where we've been up and down, the highs and lows, as all startups and new businesses go through. Right. I think it's just so rewarding to see where we're at and to get the feedback we are doing from people, from their clients, from our own clients. And you get that sense of urgency now that I, I liken it to like we're on the roller coaster. You know, you come, you're approaching the top and you hear that clack, 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 and everyone's arms are in the air. And we know we're just so close to the edge. And uh, I feel like we're, I feel like we're, we got the, I've got you're my hands in the, the air right now right going ready. over. Yeah. Over the top. Yeah. Well, we're definitely over the top, but that's what, <laughs> <laughs> that's another matter entirely. We are indeed. It's good indeed. stuff. Let's take a short break. And when we come back, we'll talk about some of the other exciting things we have planned. Hey folks, Bryce here. If you're listening to this and you're liking what you're hearing and you're wondering, am I a red team thinker? We have an easy way for you to find out. Just go to the show notes, click on the link there to our free assessment to find out if you are a red team thinker and what you can do to think more effectively, to lead more effectively, and to make better decisions faster in your complex world. Like I said, the link is in the show notes, or you can simply go to our website, redteamthinking.com. Check it out. I can't wait to see how you score. Welcome back. So, you know, we were talking before about this, this incredible movement that we built, this, this cadre, this red team army. And, you know, I was talking about how I started trying to figure out how to do this all the way back in 2015, which was eight years ago now. And part of the reason that it's taken us this long I have to say for myself is because, as you know, I was really reluctant to to let go of the reins on this initially, even when you and I started working yeah. together. And it's it, it's partly because I I am a control freak. No, I'm no. To, are I, you? I, are you are you hearing this? Listen, listen to this, listeners. It's true. I mean, you might not have noticed it, but <laughs> I haven't. I'm I'm shocked you say that. I know, but I'm getting better. You are part, part, you know, the first step to, to solving the problem is admitting that you have a problem. Indeed. So I, I admitted that I had a problem with that. And then, but the reason I, I you know, part of it, as I said, is, is that I, I, I am a natural control trick, but also it was, it was quality control. Mm -hmm. My biggest concern was I looked out at everything else that I experienced, every other modality, every other methodology, every other great idea that started out as something incredibly virtuous, incredibly positive, incredibly useful. And then over time, people take it and they dilute agile. it. <laughs> yes, Sorry, agile. <sighs> Yeah. And, uh, you know, and that's what I was worried about. I was worried about how do we let go and let other people help us do this on their own, you know, because it's one thing, you know, we've been working with, with our small cadre of people, but it's always been us, mm -hmm. almost always been us with them in the room. And, and if that's the case, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. We, we've hit a wall a year ago in terms of how much business we could do because it was just the two of us with a, with a small group of people. And to get beyond that, you need to get to the point where you can have people off doing this without us. And, and my concern was just like, just that. And, and, you know, you look at what happened with agile, 
But we've we've worked on how to deal with that, right? We've come up with a way. I Absolutely. hope. Absolutely. Absolutely. And 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 this is why a lot of these things do go awry because they see the money making options mm -hmm. and they jump on that bandwagon and scaling while it brings money reduces quality massively and you get ambiguity you get mismatching of what the intent is and we've seen this in so many different offerings out there the two-day certification warriors that are running around doing damage and the arguments going on between the different camps out there and we, we never wanted to get into that right and we've also seen you know, as Uncle Ben says, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. These tools are extremely powerful. And if you put them in the wrong hands, if you put them in the hands of the ill-taught, they can do a lot of damage. Right. You know, so it is, and I totally understood what your perspective was. And I became like that as well. As I took the reins from you and went off to teach other people, you have to be very conscious of that power. And we've seen other people, you know, make a hash of this. So I think our method now of, not running these online as digital offerings, not running these at scale, is taking people through this very clear pedagogical approach as we've done with level mm -hmm. one, level two, and it takes time over several weeks with the live- Level three and level four Level three that. and four are coming down range. But having that hands-on training, hands-on tuition, going away, doing your own practicum sessions yep. with you know, smaller groups, coming back and sharing, and then having that community. For me, the community has been that sort of glue right that yeah. brings it all back together. And then the learning continues. And what I've learned to see is all these little splinter groups that have set themselves up sharing and getting together, then coming back and sharing that. So again, someone asked me the other week, are we intending to mass market this and have thousands of coaches? Absolutely not. You know, I think we've got a hundred this year. To me, you know, a couple of hundred coaches obviously to meet the demand, but this is never going to go massively at scale because that's how we control yeah. the quality. Not yeah. control the people, we control the quality. And you can instill that level of belief in what's required in the people. And we're seeing that already. People now understand this and their passion for doing this right. Because I thought one of our dangers was we teach these people and then they're off. Yeah. They're going to go, oh, great. Thanks, Bryce. Thanks, Mark. I'm off to do this. They're not. They're coming back going, can you help us walk through this more? Well, even, even better than that, and you touched on it. You know, we created, we launched in January. No, I guess it wasn't January. That was later. February. Yeah. February or March, we launched the, uh, the the Red Team Thinking Community. And the community has been a key enabler of this because Huge. not only are people coming back to us and saying, hey, can you help me with this? Or here's what I did. What do you think of this? They're, they're communicating with each other. Mm -hmm. And they're and, and people are, are, are posting their good ideas in the community, their ways of doing things. And there's a learning that's growing and that's Creating something that's bigger than the sum of its we're parts. Learning. Yeah, we're learning from people too all the time. Yeah. I love the I you know got we've gotten so many great ideas from our coaches, from our our learners, who have said you know hey this is really interesting what you guys are doing here. Here's another way that that I've done this in the past with another thing I'm doing, and then that gives us an opportunity to learn. And then as people use and apply the tools, and we, and people say hey I use this with a client but I tweaked it this way and this is what happened. Great. That's wonderful. Some of that we've incorporated now into the way yeah. that we train the tools and use them ourselves. And that's, that's how it should be because, because we always set, I mean, red team thinking is about continuous learning. We want to be a learning organization that is continuing to improve and continuing to build on 
each experience. You and I learn something from every time we work with a client. Mm-hmm. We're constantly, we're constantly iterating. We're constantly evolving. The tools and techniques that we teach today don't look anything like the ones that I described in my book. No. My book came out in 2017. Folks, if you don't know how the publishing industry works, the mainstream publishing industry, that meant the book was done in 2016. It meant I was writing it in 2015. And so, you know, now that's that's eight years later, some of the tools don't even resemble yeah. what they were Evolution originally described out huge. in the book because we continue to learn, we continue to evolve. And now we're learning and evolving with our coaches who are helping us, who are doing their own test and learn experiments, yeah. who are practicing what we preach, red teaming themselves and coming back and saying, you know what, I was using this tool with a client. It was okay. But then I had this idea of how we could modify it and do this. And it was so cool. This is what happened. Then you, you know, said to someone else, hey, why don't you try this next time? They come back and say, hey, that worked really well for me. I like that better. Now we make that part of the of the way that we train. And this is this adaptive toolkit we're creating yes. here. There's none of this, you know, going back to our job, they go, oh, this is what the scrum guide said. Well, dude, closing the name, it's a guide. Yeah. It's not a scrum mandate. And people get so hooked, and we saw this with some of the coaches in the earlier sessions where you know, the ICF says no. Again, we're coaching in a way that we call tough love. And it's having that ability, and this is why you need to think. We want people to take a tool. If I give you a hammer, I don't expect you to just go bashing and smashing everything with it. Yeah. You have to look at the problem, understand the context, and then you apply the tool relevant to the problem you're trying to solve. And I think that's what's been really fascinating is to see coaches get over that initial hurdle of, well, I can use this tool any way I wish in the right way, yes. But then they do that and come back and share it. And that's Absolutely. where I think the value of the community and why people also want to stay. Because every time you go in the community, you're seeing another update, another, you know, a version 1.2, 1.3. Yeah. And it's not saying the other one's obsolete. It's just this bigger version yeah. and growth of a capability that allows you to be adaptive. Continuous evolution, continuous improvement. This yeah. is Toyota production system 101. We apply yeah. it, we live it our, in what we do. There's a reason why the Toyota production system is the most vaunted product development system in the world is because it's it's based on constant iteration, on con- yeah. on continuous improvement, on continuous challenging of the way. And where does that are. come from? The employees, right? the people. Well, that's a big coaches. part of it. Yeah, Equivalent. yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, everyone, everyone uh, at Red Team Thinking can pull the Andron cord, Indeed. you know, Indeed. to stop the assembly line. Fortunately, yeah. you don't have to stop the assembly line, but they can, they can let us know um, what's working and what's not. Sometimes, yeah. you know, sometimes things that work well for us, we find that it's harder for for people who are less experienced to use yeah. them. And then we, you know, we say, okay, well, we'll maybe we should teach that in a more advanced course for people who've had a Correct. little more experience under their belt yeah. before we teach this. And that's been. That's been a great part of this developing this curriculum is figuring out what tools go in level one, what tools go in yeah. level two, what tools go level three, what tools go in level four. And and also along the way, we've developed a few more tools that weren't even there to begin with because we've seen, you know, there's there's a tool that sits between this tool and this yeah. tool that we don't really have. Need. So what would that look like? That's the, that's the stuff that's so fun about this, you know, and it's... It's amazing to see people take this stuff and use it. And it's, it's, it's so satisfying. It's so edifying. And it makes all the, the sturm and drong and heavy lifting uh, feel like it was worth it. I know. So what lies ahead? 
Now we've got this great group. Uh, What's what coming up? Well, we're, we're launching the Level 3 program to train now over 100 certified Red mm. Team instructors. Three weeks' time. Well, by the time this episode comes out, it probably will, will be happening. Indeed. And uh, that's very exciting because now we're, we're stepping up these people, you know, a, a, a huge number of people around the world to not just provide coaching, but to provide training for organizations and teams. And then later in early 2024, January or February of next year, we're starting our level four program for most, almost all the same people are, are have already signed up for level oh, no. three I and four, which is amazing. Have just yeah, double booked and signed up to to become certified red team leaders. And what we're training there, what we're giving those people is is the capability to lead formal, large scale, intensive red teaming exercises for yeah. organ for large organizations for corporations, for governments, for militaries, even. And that's a very specialized skill, and uh, it's going to let us teach some of the tools, I hope, that we have never taught really before. They're in the book, but but we've taught them to a few organizations, but never publicly. Um, tools like string of pearls analysis, though we've, again, evolved that mm-hmm. away from what it was in the military and made it simpler and more applicable to business. So that's, that's a big thing. And then we're expanding our staff, too. And because we're, you know, this scale is giving us the opportunity to add staff internally, um, starting with with uh, uh, our our good friend Alvit, who's going to be running operations for us, you know, this helps free up time for us to do more hands-on stuff with the coaches, with the clients. And also, I keep getting people asking me when the next book is coming out. I know, right. Don't know why. Uh, I've stopped because everyone else is asking now. I know. I feel like you're paying people to do this. I'm not. We just went out to our our favorite kebab shop here in in East London with uh, our producer, Sam. And and on the way back, when I was in a kebab-induced stupor, he starts telling me, when's the next book coming out? I want another book. I think you should commit now and tell the world when it's coming out. Uh, (laughs) Soon. Someday. (laughs) Soon. But what else is happening? There's another dream we had when we were chatting about how cool it would be to get these people together. Ah, yes. You know me, there's nothing better than a face-to-face get Yeah, together. this is exciting in I this know, age right? of Zoom. So in December of this year, we're doing our first ever Red Team Thinking Retreat in Palm Springs. I know. We're just a small group of people. We're capping it at about 15 people, and uh, plus plus some of our, our, our senior folks. And... Uh, bringing people together in Palm Springs to spend a few days doing a little hands-on red teaming. Uh, a little... crossing the pond this time coming yeah, west. I yeah, I know. Instead of me continuing to come over here. But yeah. we are going to do another program in spring somewhere in, in, Absolutely. in the European region. We'll be covering the globe by the but end of next year. It's really exciting to be able to, to bring people together to do more of a deep dive in person with them on how to apply these tools and techniques but also just to spend time getting to know some yeah. of these people more. You know, it, it's amazing. Like I, I, I just had had uh, uh, lunch with one of our wonderful coaches, like I said, in, in, in Germany last week, uh, Judith Blank Mueller. And, uh, you know, just hearing her story and hearing about the, the leaders she's helping yeah. around the world, it, it's just so satisfying. And it's like, you know, I went back from that thinking this is why we're doing this is to help people like judith help other people because that's that's this that's the network effect because 
there's only so many people that you and I can reach directly. But if we deploy these hundreds of people around the world who are doing this with our help, with our support, with our backing, under our red team thinking banner, you know, then we can really start to make a difference in terms of reaching, you know, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of leaders in organizations across the globe. And that's really the dream, right? Because, you know, this is what, as we have said so many times on the show, this is what the world needs today is for leaders to step up, to think for themselves, to stop paying these expensive outside consultants to tell them what to do. I thought we'd go an episode without bashing a consultant, but no, we haven't. Get we in did. there. Get we, in did. There. we didn't bash any consultants <laughs> the last episode we recorded. We were polite. We were. But, you know, the reality is right. is that is that too many organizations outsource thinking. Yeah. And what is our motto? Our motto is don't outsource thinking. Right. The answers that every organization needs reside within that organization. You know, I was just, just teaching a, a course for the U.S. Army 7th Army Training Command in Germany last week. And I made that statement. I said, the answers every organization needs reside within that organization. I saw everybody's head just nodding emphatically. And I said to, you know, this was all fairly senior Army officers. I said, all of you leaders, think back to when you were a lieutenant, when you were a second lieutenant, a first lieutenant, how many times did you did you sit there and bite your lip, yeah. bite your tongue? Desperate to speak up. Desperate then, to speak up, yeah. but not being able to, knowing exactly what the problem was, knowing exactly what was wrong, and yeah. just being unable yeah. to, to do reasons. anything about it. Yeah. And I said, I want you all to go back to your commands now and think about the fact that in your unit, in your command, there's young officers, young enlisted personnel who are sitting there doing that exact thing right now. And remember what that felt like and give those people the opportunity that you didn't have yeah. to speak up, to share what they know, and let them dazzle you with the brilliant ideas that they, they have. Because they want to. Because they want the to. And they need every to. organization. It's not just the military. Every yeah. organization across the globe, wherever you are, whatever sector, those people exist, those people want to speak up, those people don't speak up. So right. if you're a leader and you're listening today, you can have one-on-one coaching support, team support, organizational-wide support to help you, to help your people, as we said, make a difference by thinking differently. And that's wait, the key. What is this, this, wait, wait, what is this, James? This is James. Hello, James. James, what are you doing here? Come in, man. Recording. It's James. Yes. Yeah, we're recording hello, a James. podcast. Say hello Coming to folks at home, James. It's James. He's, hi, he's hi, been hi. a busy man today. Are you all right? Everyone, everyone is a man of the show and know me anyway because I'm like a part-time celebrity at this. We know this, right? We know this. So James, James used to be the producer of the show. Yeah, but he, he offloaded that. But then he got we, he got too big for his britches, as you can see right now by his stylish. Uh, uh, London oh. version of uh, Lederhosen. Oh, uh, <laughs> Bryce's book on Red Team, and I was thinking, I can't do this by myself. I need some alternative ideas here. Get some staff. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Cheers, bud. See you, James. <laughs> awesome. As I said, it's all about being comfortable with the ambiguity and complexity. You never know what baseball bat's going to come through the door and hit you in the face. And on that bombshell, <laughs> we'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to The Thinking Leader. Check the show notes for more information about the topics covered in this episode. There, you'll also find a link to our free assessment. 
Click on it right now to find out if you are a Red Team thinker with a Red Team culture.